Fucking curveball, man. <laughs> it's you this week, remember? Oh, is it? Oh, snap. How did I forget already? Uh, welcome. Our summer break can't come faster. <laughs> <laughs> it can't go faster. I'm losing brain cells over here. Uh, welcome to Cheers from the Press Box. I'm your host, Headphone Joe, aka Joe Dorville, and I'm here with my co-host as always. What's going on, everybody? Brennan Tassif coming to you live from New York City. As you heard in that, uh, yeah, you updated intro, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Denver Nuggets have won. Um, yeah, no, I hit Scott last night as he was celebrating his uh, Golden Knights. I was like, "Hey, any chance you still got uh, the project file?" And he was like, uh, "Let me dig it up." So he dug it up, found it, sent it over to me, and Hell I was yeah. able to clip and drop uh, the call from Jason Cosmicky. Cosmicky, I think that's how you pronounce the name. That sounds right. Um, but yeah, so playoffs are over, folks. Me and Brennan can finally uh, live normal lives again. So we'll recap all of those. Then we got to. Uh, how normal recap. are our lives? We were just talking about this before the mics went on. It's- we'll recap the French Open, the WNBA this last week, and the MLB season. A couple of things there. Uh, and then we're going to release our summer schedule because we have a summer recording schedule that we want to update you guys on. So, without any further ado. Ready to return the opening kickoff. Perfect way to kick off. Here we go. Brennan. Yeah. They they, they bleep and did it. They did it, man. Oh, man. First time in 47 years. First oh NBA God. Finals appearance. First appearance, first win. It, it was amazing. Um, the Nuggets win in five. They beat the Miami Heat. The one fear game that I anticipated, I think Brennan hit it right on the nail. Brennan had it in five. Yep. Um, yeah, it was a, the last game was a slugfest from the onset. As soon as it started, I was like, oh, this is going to be a game seven-like atmosphere. <laughs> I was like, this is going to be a game seven-like People are scared. People are just missing shots they should make. The jitters are coming. The nerves, like, people have to settle down. And it showed as far as, like, um, I think the easiest way to see it is 13 for 23 from the free throw line. Yeah. Just routine shit people just could not do properly. Um, it was it was bizarre world. <laughs> but um, Yeah, and then it was interesting, like, with the Jimmy situation – and yeah. the last game, like not playing well and then taking over in the fourth quarter because the game was back and forth. Uh, and we were talking about this, you know, when I was watching the game, there was a part of me that was like, all right, like we Denver's the clearly the better team. Like we know how this is going to work. So when Jimmy got that second life in the fourth quarter, I was like, all right, man, like, what are you trying to do? Here? <laughs> yeah. Um, the first half of Miami was up somewhere like eight to ten ish. Uh, but at, at no point did I ever feel like the game was. We were out never of worried. Reach. Yeah, uh, yeah. I had a, had a, and that first half, the refs were god awful. Yeah, holy bleep! Like in the first like four minutes of the game, I think Nicola and Aaron Gordon had four fouls between the two of them. I was like, G-, and then Jeff Green came in, and then he had two fouls. And then we had to play DeAndre Jordan for a significant minute. Dude, DeAndre Jordan getting quarter. in there. Like, it was, he had a nice little block in there, too. Yeah. Um, Gabe Vincent took that shit right out the paint. He earned but, his um, ring. But, yeah, I, I want a huge shout-out to Michael Porter Jr., who held us down in that first half. He was the only person. He was the leading scorer for us at the half. Um, he finally was able to hit a three in the fourth quarter. That was huge. That was able to, uh, I think that re-galvanized the crowd when things were getting real sloppy and messy. Um, but, uh, 
Yeah, I was gonna say at the end of the first half, I called my girl and I was like, "The the, the refs are trying their damnedest here," but I think I was like, "But I'm not." I think we were down seven, and I'm like, "I still think we got this game in the bag." Yeah, I felt <laughs> the same way when at one point I think it was in the third quarter. At one point, Miami went up. Maybe it was in the fourth quarter. Miami went up like one, like had to come they like ended was the down. Third. Yeah, down by like a few and then came back and ended up taking the lead. And I was still like, I don't buy it. I don't buy yeah. it. I was like, there's just so many shots being missed. And I mean, this was the ugliest game, but this was kind of like I've been saying all postseason long. Like there were games that um, we had to learn how to close out. We had to learn how to win pretty. We had to learn how to win ugly like this was a game where we had to go out and win ugly. This was similar to, I think it was like game two of uh, the Sun series where mm -hmm. after game one, we won by like 20 or something. And then the second game, we won by 10, but we scored like 95. It was like 85, 95. And I was like, yeah, you got to know how to win pretty and you make all your shots, but you got to know how to grit and grind a game out as well. Like when things are not 100%. hitting, you got to be able to just push through the mud. Um and capture those wins. Uh, Jokic, 28 and 16. What else can you say about the guy shooting 12 of 16? I mean, did you see the post? Obviously, you watched the post game. I, I was really, everything. I was up till 3 a.m. I was blown away by that. He, uh, and I, this is something before even the talking heads were talking about it in the moment watching the game when he like went up to every Miami player individually and like gave yeah. all of them a hug. Like I, when he went up to when love came up to him, I was like, all right. Yeah. And then Jimmy. And then I was like, okay. But then he was like going up to like bench guys that like still had their sweats on and was like yeah, giving everyone a Hayward, hug. Highsmith grabbed him. He was walking away. He was like, Hey man. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, that was the, that was the moment I was talking about where I was like, Oh shit. Uh, and then he went and talked to his uh, Serbian brother and uh, Jovic from the yeah, other squad. That was funny. Yeah. Yeah. But um, and then his bro his brothers are I never saw his brothers massive. together with him. They're massive. psychos, dude. <laughs> they look like Eastern European mobs straight <laughs> out of fucking the gulag, man. But um, no. And I look, I think uh, <laughs> I think the Jokic thing is funny twofolds because I think a lot of it is a bit of a performance art <laughs> on his part. Yeah. And I think it's also. We don't understand. Somebody had a really good tweet. I think it was Nate Jones on Twitter, who actually is a Damian Lillard's agent, and he was saying how Jokic is just showing us what the American players do overseas. Mm -hmm. When they're when you're American born and you're overseas and like you win the championship, you're like, all right, I just want to go home now. <laughs> like, can yeah. I like? First thing I want to do is just give back home to my family. Like work is done, and he's kind of doing that reverse where it's like, "What is this dumb American tradition? Like, can I just go home? I just like, want to go back to we horse did racing. the thing. I just want to go home. Like I want to see my mom and dad and stuff. Because um, the only people he has here is his brothers and his uh, his, his wife, wife and, and his, his daughter. daughter. Yeah. So yeah, I thought it was also really cool. Um, just and we've it's well documented on the show the 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 journey. Because Nicola doesn't give a shit, it seems like, about a lot of that stuff, like the single-player accolades. You know what I mean? And, like, it's mm. true because he could have won a third MVP, and then he was like, as the, you know, Michael Malone was like, hey, we're going to give you a rest. And he was like, okay, cool, that's fine. Yeah. Um, but for Jamal Murray, I'm stoked because this is a guy where in the bubble, you and I talked about it at the time. I was like, who is this guy? And you're like, the Blue Arrow? Like, come on, man. Like, yeah. And uh, to see what he's gone through. And again, while no one else was talking about the Denver Nuggets here on Cheers from the Press Box, we were. Front to, of mind at all times. Yeah. And you said it all the time. You're like, their second best player is out. Like, and then Jokic still was getting 50 something wins with this team. Second and third best player were out. Yeah. Last year, and, the entire season, like Michael Porter Jr. played nine games. And that was it. Yeah. And, and so for, for, this means I think it, and I honestly just watching the post game, I, I honestly think it means more for Jamal Murray personally, because you're very right. Jokic was just kind of like, all right, we did it. Like, can I go home now? <laughs> yeah. Jokic was like, uh, well, I think also, I think he's like that in front of the uh, national media, because one, 
he doesn't seem like the most uh, gregarious person. Yeah, it's a culture thing. You're not. I yeah, was about I'm, to say. My family's then, from that part of the world. They're not. And then he's speaking in a second language. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's not the easiest thing to do. But if you, like I was having this conversation with somebody on Twitter, I was like, if you look at just like, and I'm biased, obviously, because I'm following all the Denver socials. If you look at just the Denver media or the social media or when he's with um, the local people like Vic Lombardo, Lombardi and Katie Wing, I'm going to try to shout out as many people as I can. Harrison, Harrison, oh, I can't remember Harrison's name. Shout out to Harrison, though. Shout out to the DVR, DNVR bar. Shout out to all those guys. Uh, Jenna, Jenna Garcia. Um, it's a lot of people on Twitter that have, you know, we've become a family in a way. But um, when he's with those people, he's way more goofier. He's way funnier. He's way more. That's where Big Honey um, comes in. His personality shines more. I think, uh, I think like one of the great moments and like the one of the moments that kind of shows you who he is and what our understand our misunderstanding. Um, somebody asked and they were like, uh, are you going to how are you going to get prepared for next season? Are you thinking about like coach mentioned, you know, this is not the only one you already thinking. He was like, uh, I think I'm going to ask coach to give me some extra time to rest up before we start the season and everything. Da, 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 da. And then he pauses and he was like, that was supposed to be a joke. <laughs> <laughs> and then the media just started laughing. It's like, oh, I don't think we're all getting this. Yeah. Brent well, and the other thing, too, was probably not recording the right microphone. What? Uh, you looked up at your you looked up at your other monitor. Uh, I was like, oh, <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm on the right mic. Uh, okay. It's it's very I also really enjoy because, again, it's a very subtle kind of humor that he has. And I think you're right. I think it's a thing with him where it's like. No, when it comes to the Denver people, like these are our fans, like these are the people I love and respect and want to win for. When it comes to the national media, I I think he really, do, I honestly think he does not care. I think he could care less. Yeah, and I thought like it was you're late to the party. Yeah, like I don't like this is for the people who have been cheering for us the whole time. And I thought it was really funny when uh, I forget who was on the was it Lisa Salter who was doing the sideline Lisa. when yeah when she was talking to him. And it was the same kind of thing. She's like, so how do you feel? And he goes, he, I think he literally said like, well, we did it. We won the thing and it's, it's time to now go home now. we can now. go home. <laughs> yeah, now we can go home. And I was just like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, yeah. Like, there's no, like, I'm going to Disney joke. World. Like, oh, you know, we're going to do it again next year. He was just like, eh, it's time to go home now. Like, we're, the clip circulating is not the clip of him ending KCP's interview early by pouring beer on his head and saying, your time is over. I want to speak now. <laughs> it's the clip circulating where he's like, doesn't everybody hate their job? Like, I thought everybody hates their job. And I'm like, that's a joke, you idiots. People yeah. think he's being literal. It's like, no. <laughs> yeah, it's hard so, with yeah. that, especially with that accent. It's hard to get sarcasm to translate through. Exactly, yeah. Well, he looks like when well, he sounds like Ivan Drago. It's like <laughs> if he dies, Ivan Drago he was dies. just making a joke. If he dies, he dies, and then he actually died. So it was like, oh man, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm joking, but but uh, yeah, no, it was uh, it was great. It was fantastic to watch. Um, For the listeners, by the way, Joe has never related more to a person than <laughs> Yoke. Because for those of you who don't think, know, Joe edited I'm, my one-man show and laughed during some of the saddest <laughs> moments. And it was very much a, if he dies, he dies kind of yeah. a thing. That's not fair to That's me. why we get along um, so well, my Eastern <laughs> European sensibilities. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'd say I'm 50 Jokic, 50 Murray. I get emotional. I'm an emotional boy at the time as well. It was uh, great seeing Jamal. Not great seeing Jamal, but <laughs> get emotional. But it was cathartic. Yeah, um, that's exactly seeing how I him felt. get emotional on the uh, on the dais there because he did it. You know, I, I about to say he the one the first year where he's hundred percent healthy for the entirety not hundred percent healthy for the entirety of the season, but worked his way back through the beginning parts of the season, got himself right by All Star break and beyond. Uh, him and Michael Porter Jr. and hey, the thing I've been saying since they made that trade for Aaron Gordon. If they're all healthy, I think we have the best opportunity. I think we have a, a, as good a shot as anybody else. Um, shout out to Bruce Brown, who's played through that rebound. Times. Everyone was looking Super at Jokic. Everyone clutch. was looking at Jokic. 30 or, people boxing out Jokic and Michael Porter Jr. And he just and he came comes through back door. Yep. 
Like, I didn't even see. I was I, I was watching it and I was like, "What the fuck just happened?" Um, Christian Brown, Christian Brown. I keep fucking looking at it and saying it the other way. Christian Brown. Oh, you mean saying it phonetically how it's spelled? I know, yeah. I know, I know, I know. But uh, he's but a rookie he's, too. He's a damn national. He's a damn NBA champion now. So we gotta yeah. say it right, folks. Yeah, we gotta say it how he wants to say it. Christian Brown, um, who went from three high school championships to a championship at Kansas and now an NBA championship in his first year. Great contributor. KCP stepping up, making big shots. When we were fucking desolate to start that game and fuck lemon booty as hell, uh, he made the first shot that really got everything settled and got us going there. Big three in the fourth quarter from him as well. Um, Aaron Gordon, who... Yeah, he had a, such an amazing game last game. Got an early foul trouble this game. Um, well, and he was a and, huge impact in the Lakers series, too. Huge impact. All, all postseason, really. Yeah. But, um, especially in that closeout game for the Lakers. But uh, the, the to the refs, Aaron Gordon to the refs, by the way, there was a play where Aaron Gordon got like a leak kicked out. Kicked in the nuts? Dunk. Oh. He got kicked in the nuts, too. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, <laughs> leak out dunk and... Uh, Kyle Lowry was guarding him. Kyle Lowry is guarding him. And then Aaron goes to jump and Kyle Lowry just like falls at his legs, like reverse tackles towards his legs. And we don't get a foul call. And I'm like, dog, how can you be this bad? Like it was just it was performance art what the refs were doing out there for that first half and mm-hmm. some of that fourth quarter. It was insane. Well, especially in the fourth quarter because that was a landing area. It should have been a landing area foul and no one calls it. And then you fast forward, Jimmy Butler goes to make a three, kicks his leg. Everyone. Deliberately, obviously. Van Gundy bringing everyone on the broadcast. I'm so mad they didn't go goes, to the referee because the referee, I feel like, would have said the same thing. And then they call it they call it foul on Aaron Gordon's. Yeah, and then they challenge it, and then everyone in the booth is like, there's no way. this." They're like, oh, well, this is going to get overturned, obviously. There's no way. And then they're like, call on the uh, call on the court call stands. stands. <laughs> Baffled. Uh, uh, the, the earlier call when um, this is in the first half where Jamal Murray's defending Jimmy Butler, swipes, hits all ball. Knocks the ball out. Jimmy just jumps in pirouettes, and they call a foul on Jamal. I'm like, dog, how can you be so bad? Especially in, in the uh, an elimination in the, game in, in the what, finals. Like, man, it, it, everybody started joking on Twitter. Like, ah, Silver made the call to extend the series. Yeah, like, that's what I was thinking too. Man, I was like, I was, I. I <clears throat> It was just one of those moments where I was like, all right, this is a game where we have to beat two competitors. We got to beat yeah. the refs and we have to beat the <laughs> the Heat. It was kind of like game four of the um, of the Lakers series. Like, all right, we got to beat two teams tonight, guys. Like, yeah, <laughs> put on your they're, big tr- they're going out of their way. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I now so. I'm no doctor. I'm no, I, you know, the human anatomy sometimes vexes me. But I think Aaron Gordon's a cyborg because it looked like he got kicked in the nuts and he didn't even react. I don't think it was the nuts. I think it might have been the tip of the dick. Okay. Um, but, you know. But he didn't all, even, like, flinch. He was just like, yeah, he's flesh. like, what's up? Yeah, he's like, come on. Adrenaline. Adrenaline pumping. Yeah. Um, I do want to give a, a shout out. I do want to shout out the Miami Heat. Um, a valiant run. Uh, AFC oh, first. Second yeah. AFC to ever to make it to the finals. Took out the number one seed. Took out the Boston Celtics. The um, number two seed in the East. The top two. Record Two best records getters. in the NBA, yeah. yeah. Um, discarded of the Knicks. The Knicks gave them their – well, no, the Knicks did not give them the biggest challenge. The Celtics ended up taking them to seven. But it felt like – it felt like – because there was like games It felt like between. more of a series, yeah. Yeah, I was say because it was like a back and forth where the Celtics, it was like title wave, then title wave, then one win. Um, but, yeah, no, uh, they stole game two on, on our home court. That was, you know – that's Miami Heat type of shit, man. They they mucked it up. They played how they had to play. They they came out and gave their best effort. Uh, Gabe Vincent, Max Struess, Duncan Robinson, who added a dimension to his game that nobody foresaw. And uh, Jeff Van Gundy will tell you about a thousand times. Um, K, uh, Caleb Martin, uh, Kyle Lowry, you're fucking, all you do is flop, make dagger threes, and antagonize people, but you know, 
Good job, yeah, out of you. That's what, yeah. <laughs> that's what they needed out of Kyle Lowry. And Kyle Lowry getting another ring at 37 is pretty impressive. I wanted to uh, just make oh, the point. Bam they, Adebayo, shout out to me. Yeah, they have a, they, well, that's what I was going to bring up. Bam Adebayo, Duncan Robinson. They have a couple guys who have these bigger contracts. And Bam, less so. More last year, Bam, we were kind of like, what happened with Bam? Uh, but, like, do you think if you're a Miami Heat fan, are you like, all right, well, the Duncan Robinson contract makes sense because of what he did in the playoffs? Or are you still kind of like, ah, eh, we kind of still need to move off that? Um, It all depends on what happens if Tyler Hero was there. Does Duncan get those same minutes? Yeah, because then the contract doesn't make sense. Yeah, I was about to say, how does the rotation look at that point? Um, but who knows? Um, yeah, two shout-outs to Bam Adebayo. Honestly, I think for what it's worth, may have defended Jokic the most consistently throughout. It at, it just became of he's, as Charlotte Wilder said on the first uh, post-game show for the Levitard show, Denver just had the bigger boys. Yep. 100%. <laughs> Bam, Bam was in position right a th- a nine times out of ten. And then he just got his head bitten off by a grizzly bear. So, yeah, what you can do there. Good um, win. Good win by the Denver Nuggets. Jimmy had a historic run. Really saved, really salvaged uh, his, uh, <laughs> the way he'd be looked at towards the end there because prior to those three free throws, prior to those nine points in the fourth quarter, he was sitting on, what, 12 points for the game? For the game, yeah. He wasn't terrible really. shooting. You think Jimmy's going to go down in a very Charles Barkley-esque way? Um, I think Jimmy will go down. I think history will look more favorably on Jimmy, actually. Okay. Because like I was telling my brother, I was like, we got to remember, you got to keep two things in mind. Jimmy was a 30th pick. Yep. And was supposed to be like a third option when he got drafted. Third or fourth option when he got drafted for the Bulls. Then everybody left. And then he became the one option. Then he got Dwayne Wade and Rondo and got to an eighth seed and almost upset the one seed that year. If not for, I believe, Rondo getting hurt, um, I think they would have beat the one seed that year. Then goes to Minnesota, a team who hadn't been in the postseason since Kevin Garnett left. Took them to the playoffs as an eighth seed. Um, They made their choice as far as who they thought they could build around. He goes to Philadelphia. He goes to Philly and almost gets them to the Eastern Conference Finals, if not for... Kawhi Leonard shot, um, leaves there, goes to Miami, and takes Miami, who had no money and a dearth of talent, to two NBA finals in the span of four years. Yeah, that's impressive. Especially with and what had is it? A, and one of those seasons had a number one seed in the East and went to a game seven one shot away against the Boston Celtics. Yeah, what is like, it? Six six undrafted players on that team? Yeah, something crazy like that. I think it's, it's six or seven, including out of fourteen spots. Them. Yeah, yeah, it's it's bizarre world. Um, yeah, so what he has been able to do in his career, if he were to win one, it would be, I mean, icon status. But him just getting there, I'm never gonna. I'm never going to diminish getting there because getting there is not easy. No. Him getting there twice with this team. With Especially this, this year in the position that they were in now with the play-in game and Crazy. coming in as an A-seed. Yeah. We thought, we. I mean, I listened to the Levitard show, a show based in Miami where they're all Miami homers. After they lost that first play-in game to the Hawks, they were calling for them to just lose the game against the Bulls and Pray that a ping pong ball lands you Wembenyama or the second. Like they were cashed, a, a portion of them were cashed out on the season. Yeah. And were just ready to move on. And then they get two months of playoff basketball. So only in Butler, Miami, baby. Jimmy Butler. Hey, don't even. Jimmy Butler. Uh, I'm just saying goes, they're beautiful people. They They are blessed. Goes down on his sword and shield. Um, but the Denver Nuggets are 
NBA champions for the first time and uh, teared up. I know the folks were wondering. I teared up. Didn't cry. Teared up. Got emotional. Uh, let's say uh, I didn't believe it until it finally was until it finally happened. I had that text loaded for you and I was like, don't send it Did early. You? Yeah, Good I was job. like, don't send it early. <clears throat> I was in my group chat. I think um, I think it was right before the Bruce Brown free throws. And I was like, guys. And we were up by three at this point. And I was like, guys, I think we're going to do this. <laughs> and then when KCP hit the free throws, it was funny. I saw another uh, fan do this. But um, you remember LeBron when he wins it for Cleveland, he like crouches down the hand. Yeah. And like, and I was, he did that. And I was like, yeah, I did that same move. What, what is wrong with us? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, mean, I think I made fun of him for that, but I guess it's a natural thing. Yeah, like, it's just I just a natural reaction. Feet him positioned. And I was like tearing up. And then I just looked up and I was like, oh shit, they actually did it. Like, never in a million years would I have thought. 20 years of rooting for the team. But yeah, it was, it was as satisfying as I thought it would be. That's awesome, man. Well, congratulations to you, Joe Dorville. Thanks, man. No, I, I, I did a lot. I, like, I think it was after game four. Uh, <laughs> my girlfriend was here for game four. I was like, look, I, I don't know how much more I can give. All right? I've, given everything <laughs> I've, I've given them everything I got. They have to pull this out in game five because I can't go to a game six. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. I was like, I've, I've, gave, I've given my minutes. Sorry. <laughs> All right, Brennan. Now you know two sides to every coin. Um, no, two sides to every coin, and the Nuggets won. Yes, and I was able to celebrate that. But the Florida Panthers go out in five. They lose to the Vegas Golden Knights last night. They get bludgeoned by the nine Vegas to three Golden Knight. Um, at one point, in if you listen to Who Does a Pod, I mentioned, uh, I said, um, we are down a touchdown and a two-point conversion <laughs> to a field goal. And wow. then they scored again after that <laughs> to get it to nine. I was like, God. Um, but as soon as Kachuk wasn't playing, I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't think we got any chance. Um, look, come to find out, like, half the team was broken. Uh Kachuk suffered a uh, fractured sternum in game three, uh, the game that we won. Um, and it, uh, it was so bad that teammates had to help him put on and take off his pads. Um, I think Radko's, like three other guys, one person had like two separated shoulder, separate his shoulder twice or uh, knocked it out of socket or whatever. Somebody had a broken foot, and they only ended up missing one game throughout the entire postseason, and it happened in, like, the first series against Boston. Um, yeah, the they put their blood, sweat, and tears into this, and like the Heat against Nuggets, they just faced a better team. The Golden yep. Knights were the champions. Um, they did everything they needed to do. They out-toughed us. They outlasted us. They outscored us. They outshot us. Their goalie played immensely insanely well um that's it that's a goalie that's a goalie. yeah okay yeah, yeah um yeah so hats off to them what a season they've waited six long we years second guess this. ourselves on all the hockey shit every now. time every time <laughs> uh they waited six long years for this um so yeah, I mean they did it before. Which is Toronto, a real juxtaposition so. compared to Denver waiting forty-seven years. Which is a real juxtaposition to the Florida Panthers who have been waiting twenty-seven years. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, I think our first season was our first season might have been ninety-three. I want to say, damn, did we get the hockey team and the baseball team in the same year? They both came in in ninety-three, and then the, but I was actually thinking, um. The Golden Knights is kind of akin to the Marlins where they won it super early. Now, them getting there in their first year is also bananas. But, um, 93-94. 93-94, okay. 94 for the Panthers? Yeah. 93. Oh, oh. No, no, no. 90, the 93 to 94 season. Four season, yeah. I, I took the Panther I trademark doing... was in 1991. The team no, no. arrived in 1993. Yeah, so we had got there... 
say it gone on 30 years since I've been born, basically. Um, yeah, we had got there in 96, but hadn't captured it. Didn't get back until now. Uh, they've been back twice. They've been there twice in six years. So uh, they obviously did something right from the expansion draft and then, you know, subsequent years as well. But yeah, no, I mean that expansion no draft more. has been pretty good. I mean, the Kraken even made the uh, playoffs this year. Kraken made it in the second year. I was about to say, actually, the funny thing is, they after the Golden Knights made it the first year, there were tweaks made to the expansion draft. So yeah, I a thought team so. couldn't do that, and then the Kraken just made it in their second year. Just had a good season this year. Um, but yeah, yeah, and some of the Panthers that. Uh, ended up being on that damn Golden Knights team is still on that Golden Knights team from that expansion draft. Yeah. Primarily Marshall Shaw. But um You know what they say? It's gonna take heart. Miles and miles of heart. But yeah. Uh um, Panthers the Panthers try I mean they they were they were in it look, in the first the, like couple of games, but they they had that no. style that like mall yeah I know. We were in it in game three and four. Two games at home we were in it. Outside of that, we were bludgeoned. First game was like seven two. The third game was like four to one. Yeah, and then this game was nine to. It was like a hockey nine. clinic with the, as far as offensively. Yeah, they were like, it, it was what I told you. It was um, going into the series. I was like, all right, like we'd have to be at our best defensively and yep. keep it as a one goal game because this is not the team from last year that can overcome a five goal deficit or three four goal deficit like it has to be nitty gritty one zero because i saw in that dallas star series you blink your eye they got three goals and you're out of your game you're now playing catch up forever and if you don't have the firepower for it it's no way you're gonna pull it off because they also have good defensemen and they're gonna keep shit tight and aiden hills is not giving up anything easily so as soon as uh, in this game, I looked over because we were recording Who's the Pod last night as it was playing. I looked over and it was 1 0. I was like, all right, 1 0, 1 0. Look over, it's 2 0. I'm like, all right, not looking good. 3 0. I'm like, oh boy. Ooh, and I look back, I'm like, is it 4 <laughs> 1? I'm like, when did they even score the fourth one? <laughs> when I played like, at we FAU, finally got a goal. I'm like, wait I a second. I would do that. When we would play like those big teams, like when I played at FAU and we'd go against Auburn or Georgia or Ohio State, I would always be like, all right, we're only down seven, nothing. That's, that's easy, easy to come back, easy to come back. Then you're like, all right, we're only down 10, nothing. Like, what was it, a field goal <laughs> and a touchdown? It's no problem. All right, we're only down. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like every time they score, yeah. you're like trying to be optimistic. Like we can, we can make it. And then by the time you're down four, four scores, you're like, all right, I think this is over. And then like, if you score, you're like, happen? at least we didn't get shut out. At least we didn't get shut out. Yeah. Uh, Do you have anything else on this? Um, No. (laughs) Um, Do want to give a salute to all all my guys. Um, Chucky, Matthew Kachuk, hell of a a competitor, hell of a season. Um, Barkoff, um, Alexander Barkoff, hell of a season. Sam Bennett, Nick Cousins. Uh, Anthony Duclair, Lomberg, Lundy, Ryan Hart, the Stahl brothers, Carter Verhage. Eventually, we're going to have a conversation about you. Uh, Aaron Eckblad, Forsling, Radko, Gudas, Montour, um, and Sergei Bobrovsky. I mean, heck of a season. Um, heck of a postseason. Uh, slow season, got to say. Slow season, guys. Kind of took a long time there to clinch. Uh, a but long time to, in, to come together. <laughs> Once you got in, you guys, you got in, you got locked in. Uh, also, an extended shout out to Alex Lyon, who uh, was the goal keep goal goalie. Man, I'm so fucking in my head now. <laughs> was the goalie for the uh, final stretch of the regular season when we ended up, you know, getting a few rattling off a few wins and eventually clinching uh, with the Penguins loss to the Blackhawks. So sh- also, shout out to the Blackhawks. Um, <laughs> Forgetting us in here, but um, yeah, it's been it's been. I Heck mean, I don't season. think I've had any more fun watching hockey other than last year when we had fun playing it. But um, <laughs> but making it far, making it far, it was like you know, it was rewarding as well. So yeah, all right, you ready? 
Yeah, I'm ready. To play like a pro, you need to train like a pro. This is your only chance to train your game with some of the best players on the planet, including Damian Lillard, Chris Paul, DeMar DeRozan, CJ McCollum, De'Aaron Fox, and many more. Pro class is packed with hundreds of drills, workouts, and breakdowns, all specifically designed to skyrocket your skills like never before. With over 20 signature training systems, you'll craft your shooting, handle, scoring, and athleticism just like all-stars and future Hall of Famers. With our special code, you can claim your 50% discount right now before it's too late. So check out the show notes or the pinned tweet on Twitter to get instant access and join Pro Class right now. And you'll be surprised how quick and quick Neyman hits quick hit. Good little little it just, there was a little 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 mess up in there. Um, what are you out of your mind? That was perfect. But uh huge shout out for the listeners, um, Joe's just mad because I'm very good at the reads. <laughs> you are very good at the reads. I'm not gonna never not say that. You are very, very good at the reads. Uh know that Djokovic was able to get past um Carlos Alcarez uh and get his way to the men's friend French Open finals where he beat Casper Rudd and uh captured his twenty third major now having him more than anyone else, any other men, male competitor. The whole thing, let's be honest. Let's call let's call it what it is. The whole thing was is he gonna pass Nadal? Is he gonna pass Nadal? Yeah. And then he passed Nadal. Passed Nadal. So what we're we here for. Yeah. That's just uh, so can we uh, stop watching tennis now? Uh, no, because Carlos Alcaraz, he's gonna be a he's gonna be a prop. He's gonna he's, be a thing. All right, he's gonna be a prop. Okay, as long as you tell me there's a reason to keep watching it. Yeah, there's a reason. Um, Ego Svetek, Svetek. Can we? Yeah, we got to talk about this. Uh, she beat Coco Golf again. Brains. Seventh time. Yeah, unbelievable. Brain. Did she? Was it that bad? I don't remember it being that bad. I thought Wilbon and Tony made it sound. I mean, they were like, she beat her down. I think it was straight sets. Oh, maybe that was it. Yeah, it was straight. It was 6 4, 6 2. I mean, no. Okay, not. Okay, that's not. It's not like 6 0, 6 0, 6 1, 6 1. But um, yeah, she made it to the, uh, the final and then she won as well. She beat Carolina Machova. Um, Mitrova. Mitrova, uh, she beat her in three sets. They went the full distance there, um, six two, five seven, six four. So she got a, she got a set off of her. She got a match off of her. No set. Set. Okay. Matches the whole thing. Matches the match. Yeah, got it. Course, obviously. Game set match. <laughs> All right. So yeah, that was wrapping up that portion of last week. Uh, this week in the WNBA. Went to a game on Friday, by the by. That whole thing played out. Yeah, um, how did the game go? Went to the game, uh, me and the lady. Uh, the wing, the aces, the dream. Man, the dream got their heads caved in. Um, Your Atlanta dream. By, ended up losing by 23. Sabrina Ionescu. Who did they play? For, they, went, they played the Liberty. That's what I thought. Sabrina Ionescu dropped 37 and when I tell you low-key, it was a quiet 37, it was like, I didn't realize, I eventually looked up and I was like, damn, she got 37? <laughs> like, did you, um, did you have to, assassin. were you, uh, like, telling your girl, like, all about, like, what was going on and stuff? Like, the um, players and things like that? I, I don't know if your girl's a big sports fan. I've never asked you, but. Not a huge sports fan. Uh, I've gotten her, I've. Soft peddled her into the W this season. Uh, she's in our fantasy league, <laughs> so she knows some of the players. Like she knows the players who are on her team who were playing. Uh, she had uh, Alicia Gray from the Dream and Haley Jones on from the Dream as well. And um, so yeah, but um, Brianna Stewart had twenty five. It was a heck of a game. Um, it got close for a second, and then there was just an avalanche eventually. Yeah. Uh, but no, it was it was great. We plan on going again. Uh, the Liberty just lost to the Dream in New York last night. Shout out to the Dream getting that done, putting that together. Uh, over the weekend, we had two jersey retirements for two legends. Um, Sue Bird had her jersey retired in Seattle. 
and Sylvia Fowles had her jersey retired in Minnesota. Um, so that was dope. Um, Brittany Griner had a 29-point game, which was crazy. Uh, and something happened last night. Oh, last night, uh, Aaliyah Boston had 23, 14, and 6. Um, that was a great game for her. And the Fever won. And they look like they're going to figure this thing out here shortly. Uh, can, yeah. I t- can I tell you something? Uh, walking around in Brooklyn, or not Brooklyn, I'm sorry, that was a weird Freudian slip. Walking around on the Upper East Side yesterday, I don't know if there was a game or what was going on, uh, saw four Liberty jerseys. Mm, there was a game. There was a okay. game. Okay. Um, thought that was interesting. Because I, I told you, I started, seeing, uh, I started seeing all the posters in the subway, and now I see people yeah, wearing jerseys. I think the WNBA is a thing in New York. Making an impact. I mean, the Liberty, if if not for the Liberty. Geez, I was going to say, mean, yeah, they've got three number one picks on that. Yeah, team I was like, that. they got three superstars. <laughs> if you're not going to make them a thing, like, come on. Like, Brianna Stewart. Marketing all three people. of them. Brianna Stewart. All, all three jerseys? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I saw somebody the other day at the game. They were wearing the Stewies. And I was like, man, I want those. But they don't make them in men's sizes. Very... <laughs> Very sexist of you, Puma. I'd like some Brianna Stewart shoes. I want the Stewie twos. I want the rubies. Make them they my have, size. They have a seven foot center on their team. Like, yeah, they do. Uh, she got in the game. <laughs> That's how bad they were blowing us off. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, the season's been fun. If you're paying attention, it's been very hard this uh, this uh, fantasy season. I changed some of the rules. Um, and your boy's been getting smacked, zero and three right now. Three wow! And, and you changed the rules. I know, I know. It's always it's a bad killing look. Killing me specifically. Always a bad look. Uh, I, I didn't change it. I just tweaked some of the scoring. I put um, no, but I know what so you mean. It's like when you're like, all, yeah, I'm gonna. We had only positive sliders the first year, so I was like, all right, let's have some negative sliders in there. So let's like give you a demerit if you have a turnover. Let's get some demerit for missed shots and missed three pointers. The problem is. A missed three-pointer is negative two because it's a missed shot and a missed three-pointer. Oh. Some of my guards be firing from three and be missing. (laughs) (laughs) And it has come to bite me too many times. Ryan Howard, Kelsey Plum, y'all killing me right now. (laughs) God. But, yeah. But either way, it's been been fun. Um, Everybody's enjoying it, so. All right, MLB, uh, the Marlins. The Marlins had a crazy run there where we were hot as all as fish grease. One swept two series, won two out of three against the White Sox. Uh, but we've lost the last two to the um, the Seattle Mariners, uh, both head caves and gates type of situation. Uh, we're four games behind the Braves right now. We are last I checked, I think it still applies. We are the... Third, damn, we lost that game. So we are now the fourth best record in the entire NL, um, not the entire NL East, folks. The entire NL, Marlins. Look at us. Look at us, huh? Who would have thought? Not me. Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. Uh, right now, we're the second wild card team, uh, having a hell of a season. Um, the Dodgers are still trailing behind the Arizona Diamondbacks who have just like shocked the world. You know, we thought maybe they'd fade to regress to the mean at some point, but they have not. The Padres still have not elevated their level of play, even though they have three players making like $300 million between the three of them. Um, the Oakland A's yesterday, the, I think the vote got approved in Las Vegas for a stadium built there. And simultaneously, the Oakland A's fans came out in a reverse reverse boycott, uh, reverse boycott. Yeah, um, saying sell the team. They they not a damn near sell out, but they had like twenty seven thousand people, uh, way more than it, there has been there this season on recorded attendance. Um, just to say, like, hey, we'll support a good product, but y'all keep giving us gruel and telling us to be thankful so no we're not if you this is how you're gonna treat the fan base like no we're not putting up with this so yeah um, yeah don't sprinkle shit or what is it don't sprinkle uh sugar on the shit and call it candy yeah 
Uh, and they actually beat the Tampa Bay Rays, who are still the most dominant team this season. Um, so good for good for those fans, good for those players that get a win in front of fans. <laughs> Maybe if they had fans consistently and the team was better, they could get some wins. You know? Yeah. Maybe it's like the two things are almost almost in relation to each other <laughs> in some way, shape, or form. So, but yeah. But all right. Uh, what am I going to do here? You want to talk about the summer schedule? Welcome to the big leagues! Two runs! Walk off Homer for Cabrera! You can smile, that's okay! That's okay. Yeah, I was trying to figure out like what oh, I got. I yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you teed it up perfectly. So, the summer schedule. Uh, me and Brennan have been uh, busy little bees, tirelessly working, uh, making good product. But, you know, sometimes you got to recharge the battery. Got to you know, go away, get yourself refocused so you can come back more focused to deliver a product. Um, and also we're human beings. We have lives. And we're not, I mean, in earnest, we ain't getting paid for this. We don't work for ESPN. We don't work hmm. for FS1. Even though Shannon just left, you know, you need a black guy to sit across from Skip. I'm here, guys. Um, I'm here for you. I'm here for it. And then we can take this podcast to FS1. I mean, I'm just saying, you know. But, um, but yeah, so we're going to take a little a bit of a hiatus. We're going to take next week off. But then we're coming back on the 28th uh, to recap, it, to see if anything crazy happened in the NBA draft. Um, and then we're going to take all of July off and pretty much most of August. We'll be back August 30th um, with our rankings of the NFL teams going into the next season. We're going to just on August 30th, that will be the 32 to 17. And then the following week will be the 16 to 1. And then after that, we are in to locked into the NFL season. We'll be um, back, baby. We will be back. Just uh, pay attention to the socials, pay attention to the feed, keep updating. Um, you know, maybe something happens in the world of sports and. I yeah, there's an Brandon. emergency pod. Then. Yeah, I'll text Brandon like, yo, we dude, we got to talk about this. Uh, Aaron Rodgers just said he's retiring. I How mean, can we not talk about him? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins stuff. just got signed by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, I mean, hey, could happen. Could happen. He's visiting a lot of teams. Jason, James Robinson could come back to the, uh, the Jags now that he's been released by the Patriots. Um, Has he really? Yeah, he got released after what a like crazy two months career. after they signed him. I know. You guys trade him still is just bizarre to me. Don't understand why they did that. I mean, Travis. I was I know Travis, but like everybody has two backs. Why not have two backs? <laughs> what if it's like a genius Doug Dougie Fresh move where he like trades him, he knows he's gonna get waived, and then he brings him back. <laughs> I mean, you know, you never know. But um yeah, and I mean, we might have to talk about Messi's first game if Messi goes crazy. You know? I've been, I, I, I think I've talked about it on this show before. The listeners know uh, in New York we have a lot of Bengali. Uh, I work with a lot of people from uh, Bangladesh, and uh, they are Bengali. Apparently, Argentina is their team because uh, their oh, really? national team's not very good. Oh, wow. uh, oh, fucking Messi all day! All, <laughs> oh my God, Messi's coming to America! Coming to him, Bandu, Bandu, he's coming to America, and I'm like. Yeah, he's going to do the same thing Beckham did. He's going to come here for his financial and business interests, and he's not going to give a shit about soccer. Well, I don't think that's true. Well, but, um, you might, we might have to come back during the MLS season for this. I think I think because he still has good. I mean, guy just won a World Cup. He has good. He has good legs. I'm not good. saying he doesn't. I'm saying so. as far as his what he's oh coming for sure to he America, came over here for that. Yeah. But- my thing is, he's not about to just come here and get fat and be merry. Like he's gonna play. Like if I mean, I'm pretty sure he talked to his countrymen and uh, now I'm questioning if it's Iguain, Argentinian. Is Iguain? Right now, oh, give me a second now. Wait, what are you looking up? Uh, is Gonzalo Iguain Argentinian? Yeah. You cannot say that. Yeah, he is. Um, Told you. <laughs> um, but yeah, 
Iguain thought 50, he was 50 coming shot, over baby. 50, here. 50 shot. I mean, it was. It really was. Iguain thought he was coming here and uh, just going to, you know, sit on his laurels. And he got kicked in the butt and had to get himself in shape. And at the end of last season, I mean, in the middle of last season, he got benched. And towards the end, after an injury, he got himself in shape. After Phil Neville had a conversation with him and said, do you want to go out like who you were? Or do you want to go out as some fat slob? Yeah. <laughs> no, and I mean, that's true. And so, I mean, we don't have anything to worry about because we're going to be watching pride. Fulham in the Prem. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Well, the Prem doesn't start until the NFL season starts, really. So. Yeah, I know. So, all right, well. This was fun, man. See you in a couple weeks. See you in two weeks. Um, yeah, we got to close. Brennan, where can we find you? Oh, at Brennan T Comedy on all social media. BrennanTComedy.com. Check out the one-man show. Other podcasts, The Power of How. Uh, positivity podcast. And then I also have Brennan Tassif is your ex-drinking buddy, where I have guests on to talk about their best and worst drinking, drug, party, and getting in trouble stories. This week's guest, uh, a sober uh, comic, Sam uh homeless in new york for two years while he still had a job three separate occasions where he didn't pay rent after the first month he moved in you gotta listen it's a great episode you should listen everyone should listen wicked times uh that the one coming up no that's the one that just came out last week did i not you haven't caught up yet it's okay you're busy it's not in my feed not it's not in my feed did i it might have been in my playlist and played while Something else was on yeah. and I fell asleep. That happens to me all the time when I fall asleep. I'm like, what the heck? Or maybe it um, didn't come out. No, it came out. All right, cool. Yeah, no, it's, it's, there. it's there. That's good. The shit out of me. Uh, Joe, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Dorva. You can find this show's Twitter and Instagram at Kieran Press. Don't forget to head over to a new low.co to check out all the other shows on the network. Who does a pod? A new low. Uh, don't forget to go over to JoeDorval.com. It's down right now. I got to do another fix on that, but... I'll fix it, you know, whenever you feel like running over there. It'll probably be up. It's not today, though. Not tomorrow. <laughs> not this week, honestly. Um, but, yeah, that that is uh, that is our sign-off until two weeks from now. Cool. So, Brennan. And that's why we play the game. Oh, get me out of here. I always forget what I'm saying. <laughs> and that's why we play the game. Hello. Hello. Huge shout out. Everybody knows the Joker, Nikola Jokovic. You shout out Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, Mr. Denver now. Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray. Michael Malone. I heard an interview with Doc Rivers. He kept calling him Mike. I was like, come on, dude. He doesn't like that.